What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm excited to be talking to Viet Nguyen, who's the founder of Electron. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you, Matt. Uh, Doing well. Good to hear. Well, I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on here at, at, at Electron. For those who haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? Uh, I'm working on uh, Electron. It's a very nice company name. And uh, I'm doing DDoS protection, remote DDoS protection for the metaverse, game servers, and pretty much all kinds of applications around the world. For, for example, you can, you can say you can protect remote desktop, uh, SSH server for Linux, pretty much everything. And I do it at very, very very easy for people to use and pretty much affordable, more affordable than most in the market these days. And um, the other thing that that has been going on with the DDoS protection market is it has been going on for a long, long time. And the size of the DDoS attack has just been growing year year by year. And as a gamer, I just feel that it, it is it is not right. What 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 can I do? What what can I do different that can help you know help gamers yeah, better than those uh, better than the big companies that deal with very standard standardized process of DDoS protection. So after doing a bunch of research over the last few years, I know that uh, Facebook has built a um, has used a technology called Express Data Path, XDP, that actually read the packet, read the internet packet going in and out of the website, the applications, and either mitigate the, mitigate the packet at, at the edge. So I've been learning about those technology and implemented that into Electron uh, over the past few months. So it's been going very good so far for pretty much all the game servers out there. So so I appreciate you sharing that. So tell me why you, you gave a glimpse there, but tell me about the origin story. I mean, you, you saw this problem, but like, why did you decide that you wanted to tackle it? I guess the question is why, why, why Electron? Yeah, definitely. Um, it started when I was a student in New York City. Um, nine years ago, I was a student in New York City and I, and I was, I, I was an international student. wasn't get used wasn't getting used to a city just yet during the year of two thousand twelve, 
And I was finding, I was looking for a game to play. And my preference was a, uh, you know, like massively multiplayer games. And I found out about a game called Minecraft. And better yet, Minecraft has a multi multiplayer feature where you can play with hundred or thousand people online at the same time. And I actually was the one who created one of the first Minecraft servers, the first popular Minecraft servers back in the day called Waffle Minecraft. And you can look it up on YouTube and it scaled to like 1000 people online at the same time in July, 2012, until, until I got a blackmail letter from a random other server owners, other server host operator. He told me that, hey, I should uh, shut down my game server immediately. Otherwise, he's going to hit me with a large scale DDoS attack. And uh, we argue back and forth and stuff like that. And then a few days later, my server went down. It was very, very typical in the day. And back in the day, 100, milli 100 megabit per second or one gigabit per second DDoS attack has been, was the uh, biggest at the time. However, to this day, Microsoft recently mitigated a 2.4 terabit per second DDoS attack. And to count a DDoS attack as megabit per second or gigabit per second or terabit per second is just one type of DDoS attack, volumetric. There are other types of DDoS attacks, such as packet per second DDoS attack, which are the network DDoS attack that brings your server down and do very much malicious things with, with the server machine. The other thing is more advanced application layer DDoS attack. Whereas you can bring down a specific WordPress server, a specific type of application that uh, crash the MySQL database or crash every type of database uh, of that application so that it goes down. And you actually have to reboot the machine to get your application up. So pretty much I've seen the DDoS attack scene growing, growing, growing. The ransomware has been growing for the past 10 years. I've been a very big advocate of uh, Cloudflare a big customers of Cloudflare and I really like the space. So last year I was thinking that I should do something useful for, for the gaming industry. And I want to play games. I want to play on independent game servers myself. And I wanted to build something to, to actually help people. Most game hosts, most game operators, they don't have the budget to to buy, you know, like to buy enterprise type DDoS protection from Cloudflare or Imperva or Akamai. They don't have the budget. It's quite complicated for them. It's difficult to set up. And all of them are not really able to, you know, like mitigate from actual application layer DDoS attack. For example, if you host a Minecraft server, it's very difficult to mitigate the Minecraft software because most big companies, they 
they usually mitigate the volumetric part of it, the network part of it, not the application part of it. And the application part of it is just the web. They focus on web application firewall, not not game application firewall or or WireGuard, OpenVPN application firewall, things like that. So we do pretty much uh, everything, and we focus a lot on layer seven, which is application layer protection. And if you were to kind of look out into into the future, in into kind of what the world looks like when Electron kind of gets huge. What does that look like? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in with the company? Um, definitely. As of right now, I was thinking pretty much uh, simple, trying to make it as easy as possible, as affordable as possible for people to, to use. Afterwards, I would, afterwards, I was uh, thinking about the, the edge computing part of it. I want to build, I want to bring the protect the protected machine, I want to bring the protected machine to the edge in the emerging locations around the world, such as uh, Vietnam, India, and those locations. Those locations that are actually where I would uh, focus on in the next five years. For example, for example, most DDoS protection solution in Vietnam, they, they don't work and the machine in Vietnam, uh, you have to deal with when you when you host a machine in Vietnam to serve Vietnamese customers or to serve American customers, or if you host a uh, server machine cluster in India to serve Indian customer or to serve American customers, the bandwidth price are pretty much different. So it's very it's very expensive to to uh, serve American customer if you host a machine from, from, from Vietnam or uh, things like that. That's the reason why Cloudflare, Imperva, they, they are not focusing on those emerging markets just yet. Vietnam, Philippines, uh, some of the remote locations around the world. And I see that is, is a big gap in the market that I can feel, which is edge computing. Uh, and edge protected computing as well. So by flattening the bandwidth rate, I would be able to actually provide people with, with, a, with more option of serving, you know, like uh, less serve locations, uh, less serve clients, less serve audiences around the world. For example, a lot of Vietnamese people these days who play Minecraft will play 5N GTA 5 game servers. They don't have the luxury of uh, they don't have the luxury of having local machine, local protected machine inside the country. They actually have to connect to either OVH uh, Singapore location or Hong Kong location to to uh, to load the up actual application. So it's it's quite, it's quite bad for the experience. And pretty much every year, you do know that every year, the international cable in Vietnam got cut at least six times. Every time it takes two weeks to be fixed. So the, 
the experience of uh, loading international content is quite bad. So what I'm doing is trying to bring international content to the edge, to the remote location. And in order to kind of do that and make the vision happen, you'll need some help, right? It takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, raising money, looking for customers, you know, partners? How can we assist? Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm pretty much amazed with the forward thinking founders community. I, I read a lot of your, your blog and I read a lot of, uh, I, I heard, I hear a lot of the broad podcasts on the website. And I see that it's a very vibrant community and I would love that the community would, you know, like, like move forward with, uh, you know, try to, try to use Lectron at least once. Try, try it out. See, see how it differs. Give me some feedbacks. You don't have to pay or anything. Just visit and give some feedback. That'll be very nice. And in the future, pretty much in one or two weeks, uh, I would release the multi-level affiliates program so that people can actually use the electron application to protect their servers and to you know like be an affiliate affiliate to to share the content to share the to share electron application to to the world and actually get some points in return and I appreciate you being, you know, you kind of speaking about that, about the community and, um, you know, thanks for being a part of it now. Um, I guess for my last question is, if someone wanted to learn more, if anyone in the community wanted to check this out and try it out, like you asked, how can they do that? Do you have a website, social media handle or an email address? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. My uh, Twitter handle is Viet, it, at Viet York is uh, V-I-E-T and York from New York City. Uh, my website is simply lecture.com. I, I actually really like domain names, so I collected a lot of domain names uh, over the past few years. I have a work, personal website uh, domain, which is vi.et, short and simple. And uh, there's a uh, very, very short domain name called uh, m.ly, which I'm going to uh, try to build something with it, probably a... Uh, virtual metaverse game very cool i mean domains it's like it's like digital real estate so it's lots of fun and i appreciate you coming on to the the podcast and sharing what you're working on here with with electron and um and i wish you the best of luck kind of building it out and making it happen thanks for coming on thanks matt thanks for having me